0: So every time we hear of any sort of incident in Europe, straight away that T word, terror, comes to mind, including in the last few hours with explosions hitting a bus uh, in Germany, a football team's bus actually postponing a Borussia Dortmund Champions League game. It was all reminiscent of a whole series of events, even as an investigation's underway. One thing we know, following truck attacks in Nice and Berlin last year, the recent car attack in London... A stolen lorry ploughed into pedestrians in central Stockholm last Friday, killing four and injuring dozens more in broad daylight. Is anywhere or anyone safe? Let's bring in Professor Malena Brits from the Department of Security, Strategy and Leadership at Swedish Defence University. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Hello, thank you.
0: So the first suspect caught in the Sweden case reportedly a rejected asylum seeker from Uzbekistan who showed sympathy yes. towards the so-called Islamic State. What do you make of that information as it emerged?
1: Well, that, there are two things that make this information... Well, one important aspect here seems to be that the Islamic State has started to recruit um, so-called well soldiers, you could call them. From uh, places in Central Asia, like Uzbekistan, because uh, they they there are people there who are very poor and who uh, have, seem to be uh, sort of susceptible to the to the um, to the ideology of the Islamic State. So it it seems that they they have been trying to recruit people from these parts of the this part of the world. The second issue, I mean, from a Swedish perspective, is that if if you're from Uzbekistan and if you're um, if if you uh, seek uh, seek for uh, asylum in Sweden and you're rejected, uh, if you don't go back voluntarily, then the police can't really force you to go back because it means that they would put you in danger. Mm. So they can't really force people, and that is something that has, I mean that has that has been discussed quite a lot in the news lately in Sweden.
0: Yeah, I mean, with Sweden. Of course, if, 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 if,
1: yes, if you, can't, if you can't force people to go back, what do you do then? If you, if, you, if you say that they are not allowed to get asylum, but they don't go back voluntarily, what can you do?
0: I mean, when Sweden takes in more refugees per capita than almost any other Western country, does the country have a particularly good program for uh, assimilation, for making sure everyone gets on very well?
1: I think it depends a lot, actually, where you come from and what, what sort of background you have. Obviously, it's much easier to, to, it's easy to integrate people with, that have more education from the beginning uh, or education that is more similar to, to, to the education that you get in Sweden. But um, I, I wouldn't say that Sweden has a better program of integration than any other country
0: but does this incident last week does it have a a major impact now on the country's policy going forward would you suggest
1: Um, I, I think it's a bit early to say actually we will have general elections next year and I think maybe in that campaign it might show but what we've seen so far in the debate that hasn't really been the case we we had a lot of we had a lot of debate last year because we took a lot of of immigrants from Syria. Mm. So we've already had a, a debate where we have where the Swedish state has has tightened its uh, tightened its borders and and tried to reduce the amount of the amount of asylum seekers. So that debate has already been, and I'm not really sure yet whether this whether this incident will affect that debate so much.
0: What, what because, do you think I is mean, the answer? The fact though? that
1: this person is from Uzbekistan. I mean, Uzbekistan is not a big group of immigrants, really, in Sweden. No, but j- people from Central Asia. As I've, as far as I've understood, there are about a hundred people who have been denied asylum from Uzbekistan, right? Uh, and who are who are in the country, you could say illegally, but it's. I mean, compared to to the amount of asylum seekers that Sweden has, this is really not that many people. So I'm not so sure whether this. This incident will 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 affect the debate at the moment, but it might in, in I mean in the in the debate uh, towards the general elections next year that that might be different.
0: Yes, and it, it's obviously not just one incident; it's a, a series of incidents across Europe and yes. uh, further incidents like an explosive device being found in Norway. This uh, yes. attack of yes. sorts on a German football team bus you know, they may not be linked at all with terrorism per se but but still everyone's rather jumpy what do you think should be the solution should they be looking at better policing better security better immigration controls
1: yes well one one thing is that uh, i mean there is there is quite a lot of collaboration between police forces and and also intelligence services and that obviously has to increase even more because when you can when you can move across border quite easily then also the sort of police and intelligence has to has to um, increasingly cooperate as well. And, and that is something that is happening. But so far, I mean, w- with regard to this in- incident in Sweden, the police hasn't been, I mean, people have been very happy with the police and the police work. So that hasn't been, I mean, at least in in the short time period that has, has been after this incident, mm. um, the, the sort of police work or that hasn't been an issue. Um, for Sweden, for Sweden, it's it's more an issue of that we have too few policemen, and now at the moment, all the parties are trying to to bid over each other on how much you should actually increase the police force with. But but the, there has been no complaints about the way the police has been working. Yes, it's rather an impression that there are too few of them and that they should get more resources and more funding, but not that they should work in a different way or
0: or so but if someone's a radicalized lone wolf using a vehicle as a weapon i'm sure we yes. can also have great sympathy that there's very little that can be done to prevent that from happening
1: yes yes it's 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 very difficult and i mean the more of a lone wolf they are the the more, the more difficult it is to prevent it um uh, people with networks they are are found much e- more easily so mm. of course in advance.
0: I mean the the only thing so is the, the, of course greater controls online seeing what people are uh, searching for but again uh, what's the appetite in countries like Sweden for having one's internet privacy infringed upon for example?
1: N- not very not very big. And and also as I've understood that this person was sort of known by the police. I mean he was known since since he he was defi- uh, denied asylum and then also that he was he, he had been watched had but he hadn't been doing anything so quite similar from from the person in that that uh, that uh, drove the car in London that the police were sort of aware of this person's yes. existence but he hadn't done anything so they couldn't
0: Do you think that um, Europe generally speaking and I guess you can speak most accurately of your own country in Sweden do you think that the terror threat has spiked or, or are we just seeing uh, some copycat incidents that make a lot of news, make a lot of big headlines, but, but what do you think the actual situation on the ground is?
1: Um, that's very difficult to say, but, I mean, there is one theory that when when I, IS, IS is being pushed down in, in, in Syria and in Iraq, then the the, the, the risk of, of terrorist attacks in, in Europe increases. So, uh, I mean, if, if that is the case... Then, then I, I I think we can foresee more attacks actually, mm. because at the moment they they are they are pushed back in Syria and in Iraq. So um, that's um, uh, yes, and and we don't really need see. I mean, we 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 don't really have a good view yet of whether these new ways of recruiting and new areas of recruiting. Uh, sort of soldiers to their movement, whether that has is, is successful or not. So we, we can't really see, know whether this is whether, whether the spike has been yet or, or
0: not. Yeah, indeed it is. We've got to leave it there. But thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Okay, thank you. Great Bye. to have you on
0: the line, Professor Melena Brits of Swedish Defence University. One of the many countries, including our own, really, which should be just wondering how we get a grip of this global threat, especially a universal threat when you're talking about cars as weapons. You can text us your thoughts right now, Pandosharp1013, for 51 per message.